Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is FM 104's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast go, with Jim Jim and Nobby. Conor McGregor and his wife Dee were all dolled up at the Cannes Film Festival. Mm. I don't know what they were doing at the Cannes Film Festival. Um, that would be like uh, you and me going to the ploughing championships. There's more chance of us. Well, actually, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Was he someone there you wanted to watch? He, is, he has a. I don't know how to describe his suits. You know, like they're they're. It they looks look, like he's he's uh, ironed into them, but I suppose he's got the physique. You could say they're a little bit tight, though. Like if he came to the door, he might give him twenty quid in an envelope and go, ah. Yeah, get a tailor to let that out for you if it's any room. Are you having a bouncy castle as well, are you, Connor? Netflix's summer blockbuster The Grey Man gets this action-packed trailer featuring Ryan Gosling jumping over various objects. If you're into that. Well, that'll be good. Yeah. What do you know about the Sierra program? Reckless mystery men you guys send in when you can officially send anyone else. The Grey Man. Lloyd. They got an urgent locate and destroy. That could be fun. The man's got some street cred. You hurt? I mean, my ego's a little bruised. I have something they really want. What's your gut? It's gonna be my funeral you're going to next. You wanna make an omelet? You gotta kill some people. <laughs> that's, really? That's a t-shirt, isn't it? You want an omelet? You gotta go kill some people. And uh, FN4's Tara Murray caught up with Tones and I. Uh, she spoke about the crowd reaction to her last show in Ireland and she was got very emotional on stage. Uh. Yeah, the reception at the last show was great. I remember everyone just started like chanting halfway through um, the show and I just stood on stage and kind of just watched them all. I think I maybe cried. It must have been really late in Australia when Tara interviewed her. Was she very laid back? I can't really understand what she was saying there. Normally Australian people, it's clear as bell. I can understand her there. Really? Well, the vocal fry Yeah, the reception at the last show was... Okay, reception at the last, last show. show was. Got, I got that bit, yeah. right. And then, then she said something else. What else did she say? The reception at the last show. Yeah, like chanting halfway through. Ch- chanting halfway through, was yeah. it? Um, the show. And I just stood on stage and kind of just watched them all. I think I made... Sorry, what? She what? I stood on stage and watched just them all. Just watched I them all. I she's saying. No, she didn't say Demai. She says Demai. And kind of just watched them all. I think I maybe cried. Yeah. They gotta do what they gotta do. <laughs> well, she has an excuse. She's actually from Australia. That's so true. That's that, all is, right. that is true. Sorry, Tones. All right. <laughs> and uh, 
Did you see this BBC thing that happened yesterday? You'll have to give me a little bit more info than that. Do you know the ticker on the BBC News? Oh, yeah, they said Man United wasn't very good. They said Man United are rubbish. <laughs> Somebody was backstage being shown out to you. They apologised for it. They blamed an intern. I have to bring, to, to, I'll bring the audio later. Well, they got 40 less points than the top two teams. How do you define that? Somebody who's been trained how to use it and they just wrote, they wrote random stuff. Good thing they could, have, they could have written something much worse. It's a subjective comment. Yeah. What are you apologising for? They reckon Pep Guardiola has a gig there. <laughs> it is the Strawberry Alarm Clock. It's F104. St. John. Or maybe we're meant to call them Sinjin. Sinjin, yeah, it could be, yeah. I don't think so, though. I think it is actually St. John. There's a teacher in my school, Mr. Sinjin. Mr. Sinjin. He used to get that wrong. He sounds like the crack. Oh, you got that wrong, did you? Right, right. Did you? He sounds like the crack. Mr. Uh, Sinjin. Right, let's have a look at what's going on in the world. Uh, Can't ignore the uh, horrific story that's front page of most papers this morning. 14 children, I think it's more than that now, uh, shot dead in school. 18-year-old gunman opens fire on pupils and teachers as dozens injured. Um, horrific 19 children now and 2 adults in, in Texas and uh, another day where America has to defend its gun laws and, I, and I've already seen people on my timeline this morning who are massive supporters of being able to carry your own weapon and they're comparing it to you know car accidents and stuff like that but it's still very weird from another country I think that's the other thing uh, to kind of understand it how it's normal but anyway yeah. Well, end of the day, people have been calling for gun control for like fifty years or so. Like you know, it's just or more. It's just something has to change. Everyone's like you know. That's the, from what I can see. That from the president down to everybody else, everybody's saying something has to change now. Mm. How many more of these? It seems like every president condemns it when it happens. Though they then. do. Yeah. Nothing much happens Nothing afterwards. Happens, no. Because they want to get voted in again. So I don't know. Um, anyway, it's a very sad, really, like, bottom line, but laws aside, it's 19 children, two adults. Crazy. Uh, it's Africa Day today. So, uh, how do we celebrate that? What's, what, what can uh, we do? Well, Africa Day is to celebrate the contribution to Irish life. And just uh, coincidentally, we have uh, a Zambian Irish artist on the show today. Yes, we do. Her name is Denise Chyla. Denise Chyla will be here to celebrate Africa Day. Well, that wasn't planned like that, but just to... Of course it was, Jim. What are you talking about? A nice coincidence. Planned this for months. Yeah. To celebrate Africa Day. It's bigger. It's back and it's bigger than ever with uh, the largest Africa Day since its inception here in 2006. It's been going. Uh, there's a free film festival, special exhibition at the Epic National Museum and the uh, cultural events and family days right across the country. So... If you're enjoying that today, celebrate. Good. Congratulations. Good. And hope you feel welcome uh, as well. Excellent. Uh, what was I going to tell you? There's a few things. So Will Smith says he saw his future. Yeah, and he was off his banger now. No, he was off his banger. Uh, he was on Ayahuasca. I didn't even know how to pronounce it. Ayahuasca, yeah. What is that? So it's a, that's, uh, it's a kind of ancient... Uh, Get you it's like a, a trippy kind of substance yeah, that yeah. people drink. Uh, you, you have to do it under kind of controlled controlled circumstances. You go to probably South America and places like that to do it. So he said all his money was flying away. Willow was calling out for him, but he couldn't reach her. So this is with an interview with uh, David Letterman. David Letterman is uh, it's Cardi B one's very good. Was it? So yeah. was, was this interview after the slap? No, no. no. So he before. So he predicted his future. Does he say in it that something like that is going to happen? Yeah. 
He said, nothing. He said, uh, I can now uh, handle anything that goes wrong in my life. That's part of the psychological training with the ayahuasca. Okay. He described it as the most hellish psychological experience of my whole life. Right. No, it was it was before the Oscars, all right. Um, yeah. But yeah, that makes sense. Well, he's, he's talking at the moment, anyway. A little, a little, uh, giving Chris Rock a little slap is no big deal then compared to some of that stuff. There's a fake thing going around, by the way. If you don't get don't get fooled by it, somebody has recreated. They've they've made a movie look like it's old, and they say, "Hey, have you seen this movie from years ago?" And the guy, there's a guy in the audience. And the guy, there's a comedian on stage and he insults his wife and he gets up on stage and he hits them exactly the same way. And everyone's going, this is like... It's and like, they tricked everyone. It's, it, this thing was filmed afterwards. It's, <laughs> this made it look old. It's very convincing. But Some people are so gullible on social media though. Yeah. <laughs> if you see it, it isn't... They didn't recreate some scene from a movie. It wasn't... <laughs> the, it's the other way around. Now, Jürgen Klopp says his Liverpool uh, star has learned the hard way how to win finals but it's all about the Champions League ha ha this weekend so he's, he's already moved on he won uh, manager of the year congratulations to him who's in the shortlist category Pep well him I'd say Pep might be bullying now might be upset why because you win the league and you don't get manager of the year okay yeah yeah but he's he's potentially to win three everyone likes Jürgen they really not, do not everyone likes uh, Pep even Man United friends, fans, friends. Oh, they were all cheering if you on. Could call them friends. They they actually begrudgingly like Jurgen. Yeah. So mm-hmm. how, how could you not? How could you just like the man? I mean, like leaving the football team aside, like he just seems like a, a decent enough fellow. Well, I know one or two people who have an irrational dislike of Liverpool. I don't know how because like Dublin and Liverpool are so linked. Yeah. And uh, I just don't. I don't know how you could dislike them that much. But anyway. We're closer to Liverpool probably than we are to Galway, like. Yeah, oh, we're so similar, like we really are, and uh, yeah. So even though, even those people are kind of go, oh, yeah, yeah. I was cheering for Liverpool. It's kind of weird. I feel weird. <laughs> I feel dirty. Yeah, but it also might have meant that because you, you were hoping City weren't going to win, so that's why you were cheering on Liverpool at that time. Yeah, doesn't actually mean you know. So no, I don't know. I think they're they're changing their red to the ha- other red. And happy birthday to Gandalf. He's eighty three today. What's his name? Ian McKellen, isn't it? You shall move. Yeah, Ian McKellen, yeah. He's you shall not pass. So he was only... That's a pretty good Gandalf, isn't it? It is, yeah. You shall not pass. So That's he like, was... I'm surprised myself there. He was barely out of his 50s when he was in the first Lord of the Rings film. He didn't look that old. Image of a doctor I used to have when I was a kid. All right, yeah. This doctor used to come to the house and he had the same nose and everything. Hello, and doctor. Do I think the trays are talking to me? No, no. He didn't have long hair. He was bald, but he'd come and he, he looked like Gandalf. Every time, as soon as I saw those movies, I'd go, that looks like Doctor Webb. Doctor Webb. Doctor Webb. His name was Doctor Webb. Doctor Webb. Yeah. You shall not get a pass off school today, Newt. <laughs> <laughs> Image of Doctor Webb. He is. Happy birthday, Gandalf the Great. It's F one hundred four seven sixteen. Here is the apology the BBC had to give out. So it's the BBC <laughs> News website. The little ticker thing, all the little info that you see running at the bottom, scrolling at the bottom. If it's I got the main my, channel as well, though. It's like the BBC News channel. Like, if imagine what I would do if I got my hands on that. Like, I definitely would write something funny. But how did they? they did they blame an intern? Yeah, so... How do does you, an intern know how to use a ticker straight away? Well, they were showing them how the ticker works, right? Yeah. And they must have hit That's go live. Funny. It sounds a bit spoofy to me, but like, do you know when you try a new pen or something, you write your name? Yeah. Or you might write 
Man United are rubbish. Yeah. If you're just saying use that keyboard, what, what what's the first thing you would just write? I don't know, something stupid. Yeah. Hello. This is an immature boy. Yeah. That's, that's, it doesn't take those men long to get there. Like, but like the chances of you writing fart or something like that, like you're fairly, yeah. fairly high. Anyway, so somebody wrote Man United are rubbish. Who went out live on the TV and they had to apologise for it. Here is the apology. While we're uh, on the subject of football, um, a little earlier, some of you may have noticed something pretty unusual on the ticker that runs along the bottom of the screen with news, um, making a, a comment about Manchester United. And I hope that Manchester United fans weren't offended by it. Let me just explain what was happening. <laughs> Behind the scenes, someone was training to learn how to to use the ticker and to put text on the ticker so they were just writing random things, not in, in earnest. And um, that comment appeared. So apologies <laughs> if you saw that and you were offended and you're a fan of Manchester United. But certainly that was, you know, a mistake and it wasn't uh, meant to appear on the screen. So um, that was what happened. We just thought we'd better explain that to you. So it sounds like somebody said in her ear, you better apologise for this thing. And she had to she had to wing it like that sounded off the yeah, cuff. Yeah, no, she's doing it off the cuff, right? She's handled it well, but uh, obviously, obviously, it wasn't her who did it. But uh, <laughs> it's very funny having to explain yourself. She should have mentioned what it said. I wish she'd said. She, she knew For, what she was doing. She wasn't going to say that's, that. That's what. That's the difference. If that's it was it. me, I go. Really sorry that we, we wrote <laughs> Manchester United are rubbish, and Manchester United are rubbish will never appear on our ticker. So that if you were really... offended by Manchester United are rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> That really sarky gets Simon, uh, who's I can't remember if he's on Sky now or went from the BBC or Vice oh, yeah, versa. Yeah, yeah. He would definitely yes. have read it out. He would have sighed. If you're offended by Manchester United, are rubbish. <laughs> but still, someone was learning how to use the ticker, and the first thing they thought of was typing something that specific, not like well, A B yeah, C D E F. Yeah, but like you know, if you were given a thing and said write write something to go across the ticker, write a message, you might write up the Spurs or whatever it is. Come on, it's Ireland. The BBC. It is the BBC. They're meant to be impartial. We know where they all stand now. <laughs> so imagine people sitting at home and it's like the various headlines going across and football Don't scores. Don't just seen it in real time. United are rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and a lot of people saying, uh, like Piers Morgan tweeted it and said, uh, but it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Now, yeah, you just have to. Yeah, if you don't laugh, you'll cry. United fans, yeah, it's it's all good. It's only it's only a mess. I'd say they're glad that season's over. To be honest with you, uh, lads, if this was Doctor Webb that was in Sandy Cove, I can confirm he was the image of Gandalf. Yes, I was afraid to go to him when I was a kid. Oh, he's a lovely man, but he actually even spoke like Ian McKellen. He's no longer with us now. God bless him. And uh, he, hello, how are you? He's frankly terribly. <laughs> what can I do for you today? And he was he's he's, saying everything. Was he was it? a gent. Oh yeah, he was cool. And like, uh, if I was very sick, or whatever, like he'd call to the house. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, we always had house calls, Jim. You know, we've, we've all. And he had a big sort of suitcase, and we, hello, how are you? With boomy voice. But when I first saw Gandalf, I was like, "That's Doctor Webb." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It is the same Doctor Webb. Uh, he was. Uh, he's a legend. All right. Well, it sounds like it. You shall not go to school. How do you look like Gandalf without hair and a beard? He had the same nose, the same face as Ian McKellen, and he's also a kind of long face. And he had a kind of baggy eyes. He had a kind of plummy accent, sort of like hello, and he sounded a bit like. Gandalf. Now what you need to do is not jump around because that will make your cough worse. So you need to stay there and and we'll get rid of those measles. Says uh, me, I'm constipated, Dr. Webb. You shall not pass. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, WhatsApper. It's very early in the morning for that carry on. Fair play to you. Uh, it's 7.23. <laughs>
on F104. It shows that Dublin's a village, isn't it? Like, it really is. He's mentioned somebody's name. Yeah, I know that it guy. It really is. <laughs> Back in a second. A good few people heading off to uh, Paris. The boom is back, Jim. What? Uh, you'd have to, wouldn't you? How did you get the tickets is what I want to know, first of all. Or did you get tickets or are you just going for the atmosphere? Yeah, I suppose. Uh, yeah, no, a few of the messages sound like people are actually going. A lot of people go on the fly and hope to get a, you know, some tickets that will be sold outside. Somebody who can't make it or whatever. Is it in the Stade de France, actually? I must, uh, must check because you were there. Famously. You were there in the night. The night. I was there, yeah, of course. Yeah. 2009. There'll be none of that carry on this Saturday anyway. There'll be no hands on balls unless it's a keeper. Yeah. Yeah? Absolutely. Good, good, <laughs> good. Uh, and, uh, yeah, there are some people, there are some, there's quite a good few hotels around Anfield and uh, a lot of them are doing events, so it's not too late. How much should it be now to book? Okay, imagine if, like, you just decide now, ah, feck it, we'll go over to Anfield and see how much... Uh, I'd rather go to Paris. Ah, yeah, I know that, but that's going to cost you an awful lot of money. And if, if you're going Ryanair, they won't be bringing you to Paris anyway. Right. It's two I, days if away. If I was a Liverpool fan, I'd rather be in Dublin, to be Dublin honest. to Liverpool flights Saturday. Oh, do you reckon the, the, the flights would be gone? Oh, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't go to the airport at the moment. Oh, Jesus. Uh, you know, fair play to all the staff. They're doing the best. I was in, when I was going to the airport last week, there was a woman who had a bag of cosmetics... And it was only until she got oh, to the belt. Oh, they didn't throw it away, did they? I don't care what they made her do. She was going through. I swear to God. I swear to God. Like she was browsing in a shop. Oh, no. She was going through every little miniature cosmetic and putting it into a plastic bag in front of everybody who's queuing going, am I going to make my flight? And when I got up to the lady and the staff were doing their best fairness, I said, God, you swear some people have never been on a plane before. Oh, sure. I have, I have my belt in my hand and my shoes in my hand before I even get in the building. And she said, I know. Now, unfortunately, then my bag had to be searched because I'd forgotten about an old miniature bottle of deodorant that was hanging around <laughs> the back <laughs> but I, but this woman was it was like as if she was taking pleasure in front of everyone I'm going to count out my little mascara and I'm going to rearrange that into a plastic bag I was I once got uh, I got high alerts high alerts I got because uh, I had a microphone in a bag oh god and it was connected to a piece of equipment oh that, god do you know like uh, like a normal uh, microphone like on a microphone stand say that check check microphone yeah so that if you think of the that they've part. seen all those gadgets. No, I know, but the thing that so the microphone was in the microphone stand holder. Yeah, which and it was short, so it looked like a revolver on the uh, on the X-ray. Oh, so yeah, it's open. Your same, bag, it was so. the same shape, and they were, they were like, "Whoa, what's this? What's this?" It was like, uh, "Grand, stand down." One hundred and fifty-six lids to go to Liverpool. It's only one way, though. I think they know where people are at. One way. Mm. That's not cheap, sure, isn't it? No, they just watch it in town. I'd, st- I'd stay. In, I'd stay in Ireland. Yeah, yeah, it'd be grand. I won't you even don't go, if you don't be stuck in, in Liverpool. I don't even want to go looking at uh, a Paris. Paris is where you want to be. Seven hundred quid for two nights in Paris. Um, I won't, if I if I won Instagram, I was going to go. All right. Well, there's always today, everyone. Uh, I arrived home yesterday. Got a ticket for 130 sterling on the day. Some atmosphere. What, what match are we talking about now? I don't know. Has he been to? The, has Paul been to Champions League already? Who won? Is he talking about the the last game game of the season? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Anyway, Anyway, enjoy. Yeah, we are not jealous at all. Alicia, isn't that that's her first name? Is Alicia? 
Alicia, Alicia, I thought that'd Beth be good. Beth or something Beth, is it not? Something Beth. It's definitely uh, at the start. Alicia, so, Beth. Moore Harry Styles like performed a little gig last night to about 200 people or something like that. He played an intra-gig in, the, in Brixton in London last night ahead of a stadium run. So they all do these warm-up gigs. Sharon did them when he was here. And uh, Sharon said before that he does, they do it to get their... So they lose their voice and then their voice comes back stronger for the stadium show. Oh, so it's like shaving your, your hair on your legs. It's very similar to that, yeah. So, so play- the crowd now are very, very loud. Yeah. Um, I was only at one of these type of gigs before with Niall Horn, and, and everyone went really quiet because they were super fans. They well, listened to him. Harry Styles made the crowd go wild, and this is him doing Sign of the Times. Oh. <laughs> Somebody's just going, ah! Do the sushi, Harry, will you? So that's pretty good. See Babies on Monday, uh, Brixton Academy on Tuesday. What's it going to do tonight? It's pretty good. Lizzo's played new music in New York City as well. She played brand new music from her upcoming album, Special, in a recent listening. I can't wait for this, this album. Uh, listening party in, in uh, New York. She was having her own listening, Duda. That's really 80s. It is. Yeah. It's about damn time. I told you, somebody worked out that it's about damn time is the baseline from Another One Bites the Dust by Queen. I think she's just getting loads of 80s tunes and going, I'll, just, I'll, I'll have that, thanks. Doing a little bit of magpieing, is she? A little bit. Well, she would have been heavily influenced probably by a lot of music from that era. Yeah. Seems to be uh, very much popular these days. Everyone sounds very 80s. It does seem to be very popular. You're right. Yeah, so back to Tones and I An exclusive with Tara Murray Here on FM4 She's on the hit mix every night from 7pm Now Nobby's having trouble understanding Tones and I But I can understand her perfectly so And online fun. all the time But <laughs> Here is Tones And uh, can, you, can I call her Tones? Oh, tones sure. Well as soon as you can understand everything she's saying Yeah uh, I guess the, what? what was the moment uh, That she realised her music was getting big? Oh good question I guess playing my first overseas sold out show um, looking sure, Jim, looking yeah. back now, um, I guess you know that, that I was because I was a busker. Music just doesn't travel that far when you are a busker. Mm. So going over to another country and having people buy your tickets and listen to your and sing along to your music is like a, a unreal feeling. So Kate Moss was named by Amber. Yeah. And now because she's been named by her, she could potentially be brought forward as a witness. Oh, she is going to be, as far as I know. So, uh, yesterday, the weirdest part of it was that uh, a fan held up a baby and shouted, Johnny, I love you. Our souls are connected. Yeah, that, was, that happens all the time. I don't know if she was held in contempt of court then or just asked to leave. Oh, you be asked to leave, yeah. Madam, order. Did you see the expert? There's some kind of medical expert fellow, a very eccentric man. 
And he started okay. doing all this weird stuff with his mouth. They, they asked him a question. He started going... <laughs> and he was like, really... He was kind what, of getting, like, like Heath Ledger and Batman? Yeah. He's going, and he said to the judge, do I have to answer that? And she goes, you have to answer questions, yeah. Do I have to answer that? It was so odd. Like, the amount, the amount of memes and uh, little, sort of little clips of this guy answering questions went everywhere. Do his mouth noise again. And even Johnny Depp. Hey, Batman. They showed Johnny Depp, and Johnny Depp's like looking at him and going, you can see him going, what the hell is going well, on? He does man? do a bit of that himself when he's Jack Sparrow. Was he a bit of a fan? Like, was no, he a this is fan? some kind of medical expert. He was he was on talking about uh, how Johnny's demeanour or the, the way he was holding his hands or something like that in some previous case. Where's Harvey Dent? And he was really aggressive, uh, like sort of really into himself. Like he, he, Who was? Johnny? No, this this the expert doctor, doctor fellow. I don't know if he was a medical doctor doodad. Do you want to noise again? I don't want to, I want to do it again. It's, it's, it's it seems good, like though. you're enjoying it too yeah, much. Yeah, I am enjoying it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, imagine the red lipstick right all over your face. Like the guy like was Heath. weird. Just the way that he was answering was very, very strange delivery. And also, he was aggressive towards the um, the judge. The, the questions. No, have to answer that. Yeah, he was like really sort of arrogant. Is the no? Word. You're here for the sandwiches at uh, at lunchtime. If you haven't seen this guy, you have to check him out. Like it's uh, everyone's talking about this guy over the last couple of days more than anything else. Okay, I think it's I think it's nearing the end of it anyway. So. Um that's the story on it. Anyway, it's F104. Sish, the dirt time. Uh, we have more on the way after 8 o'clock. F104's Instagram, worth 1,000 euro. And Denise Child is in the show this morning. So come on. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Well, it's the end of the Premier League and Man City are the champions. And did you know in Sandyford, they have slots? Manchester City have won the Premier League again. Mission accomplished in the Premier League for Manchester City. But Man United won nothing again. It's not been good enough. There's been far too many games where we haven't performed well enough. 
Um, Man United fans, you're sick of the excuses, but we still have a purpose. Get behind the newly founded Man City United against Liverpool supporters club in the hopes the Scousers won't win anything else. Man City United against Liverpool supporters club. Sometimes the only thing to do when your team is so tragically awful is to celebrate when the Scousers lose. <laughs> they nearly won the league, what? <laughs> Hello, my name's Brandon Greipal, and today I want to talk to you about slots, particularly those living in the Sandyford area. Quite recently, an outbreak of these lazy, arboreal, neotropical mammals has caused havoc to local residents, especially the ones who like to stay busy. Slots are the least productive animal in Sandyford and set a really bad example for the younger generation. They hang around street corners, are quite intimidating and really offer nothing to the local economy. Traffic has also been heavily affected in the Sandyford area. Just try and wait for a sloth to walk a zebra crossing and you'll know what I mean. This has to stop. Sandyford says, slots out. Thank you. Freddy's French Mushrooms. They are the delicious French mushrooms by me, Freddy. Now I will tell you a little secret about my beautiful mushrooms. Are you ready? Here it comes. Mushrooms in French are called les champignons. It's true. Look it up. I had that dream. I got new dishwasher tablets. My dishes are so clean. And if I'm being honest, I stack my dishwasher rightly. It cleans my dishes all so nicely. I love doing the dishes. I do them with my missus. Dishwasher tablets. Make sure you don't run out of them, because it's a pain when you do. Questions. 60 seconds. 1,000 euros. FM 104's Instagram. With misquote.ie. Committed to delivering great value car insurance. See what you can save at misquote.ie. Okay, so uh, we have Kira on the line. Hello, Kira Looney. Well, how are you? We're good. We're good. You just say you're finished the night shift or you're. Yeah, I'm finished the night shift. What do you do? I'm healthcare assistant in the hospital down in Cork. Okay. Very good. Will you, is it easy to keep this time of year when it's so bright out? Uh, it's not too bad. So have you played Instagram before? I haven't. Okay, do you know the rules? No. Okay, so <laughs> we're going to give you 10 questions, right? Okay. If you get all of them right, you get a thousand euro. Okay. 
I have to accept your first answer on each one and I've got a minute to do it. And okay. You can't have any help when you can't Google. And yeah, that's, no that's problem. Much it, isn't and it? if you get them wrong, all of Dublin laughs and goes, oh, I would have got that. <laughs> but it's easy to say when you're uh, when you're listening and you're not playing yourself. That's it, yeah. Okay. Okay, Carol, best of luck. Here we go. Thank you. The game starts in three, two, one. How many colours are there in the rainbow? Sorry? How many colours are there in the rainbow? Seven. What's the name of the clown mascot from McDonald's? Ronald. How many different euro notes are there below 100? Uh, oh, sorry, no. Uh, four. Are stop signs generally triangular or octagon shaped? Octagon. Stop signs. True or false? A funambulist is the name of somebody who rides a bike. Uh, false. Envious people are said to be what colour? Green. Who is older, Logan Paul or Paul Pogba? Uh, Paul Tyler. What's the TV series that's a spin-off of Breaking Bad? Uh, Better Call Saul. What alcoholic drink is made mainly by juniper berries? Uh, passing that one, sorry. And Area 51 is in which state in America? Uh, oh God, I don't know that one either, sorry. Oh, <laughs> you were doing so well. Touch I'm gonna, sorry. What you're going to do, Kara? Don't, don't apologise to us. Apologise to your own head. Sorry? Don't apologise to us. Apologise to your own head. You were getting very close oh, to, to the grand. Too early in the morning. <laughs> Seven, Ronald, four. Yeah, there's four. Five euro, ten euro, twenty and fifty. Uh, octagon shape is correct. What the hell is a funambulist? A funambulist is somebody who writes, who uh, walks on a tightrope. So you were right there. Okay. Um, green, Paul Pogba is 29. Logan Paul's 27. So you're right there. Better call Saul, you were right. And then the last two, Gin is made with juniper uh, berries and Nevada is where Area 51 is. One got that last one anyways. <laughs> he got eight though. Uh, pretty good, Kieran. Good score, Kieran. First time ever. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Try again. Try another morning and take the money. Perfect. Thanks so much anyways. You're very welcome. Cheers. Have a good kip. Bye-bye. Bye. A lot of uh, easy tens today, lads. People giving out yesterday, Jim, saying the questions were very, very difficult. I think it's because you weren't here. People oh. just assume they're different. They're harder, easier. Well, some people said one person said easy 10 today. Got a 10 today, strong arm symbol. Let us know if you get a 10. I'll send you back something. Yes, something. Happy birthday to Mila. She's five today. Um, They got it in very early, so no problem. Get your request in early. We get to do it. And Bodie is five today. She listens every morning. Happy birthday, Bodie. Have a very, very excellent day. Kids in the car, kids in the car, everyone is a little star. Yeah, 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 yeah. Early on the strawberry, the chat to Jim and Nobby. Kids in the car on FM 104. So yesterday, uh, Jim, we said to the little people of Dublin, if Jim, Jim and Nobby were to have a lie-in one morning and you could take over the show, what would you do? Oh, God. What are they going to suggest now? This is going to be scary. There'll be some funny songs. Hi, Jim Jim and Abby. This is Daniel. And if I was a radio presenter, I would um, interview all of the superheroes because uh, I stole your job. 
That's a pretty good All the superheroes I'd listen to that Does he mean Chris Hemsworth Or does he mean like The actual people The superheroes yeah Incredible Hulk Spider-Man okay. Superman Batman It'd be hard to get Hi Jim Jim and Nobby My name's Sienna And if And I What a lovely day To be kicked off The radio station <laughs> And if I took over I would play Baby Shark For one hour Just to annoy everyone What? Bye Shark No No Bring back Jim and Nobby Not for an hour Pull the plug. Oh, there you go. Oh, and okay. we're back. An I hour of that. I unplugged it. Hi, Jim and Robbie. I'm Heidi. I'm Lola. And uh, we're sisters. I'm the Heidi is eight year old and Lola's six years old. I'm seven. Seven, sorry. Yes. <laughs> and Love that. We want to take over the radio stations because we're little angels. Oh, uh, really? Little angels. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm seven. I love <laughs> I'm that. seven. <laughs> Birthday last week. What are you talking about? Ugh. Hello, Jim Jim and Navi. Hello. Hello. I'm Mia. You're out. I'm in. And I'm going to let everyone stay at home while I play the good music. And you're going to let everyone eat sweets for the day. Bye. Oh, you're bribing the sweets now. That's not fair. Mm. Hi, Jim Jim and Robbie. My name's Harry, and if I were to talk over the radio, I would talk about poo all day. Bye. What? <laughs> I found there's a there's a TikToker right, and I can't remember the name of it. And it's a it's a animated toilet roll. A talks. At the talks. It's pretty funny. Hi, Jim Jim and Robbie. I'm Riley, and if I was on the radio like us, I would do the ten questions for kids. Bye. Oh, on Instagram, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Kids, we have some there, yeah. Kids to grand. Kids to grand, yeah. Hey, Jim, 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 and Abby. If I was on the radio, I would play Dear McKennedy. <laughs> Stop! Who plugged it back in? Did you plug it back in? Though? No, it was the kids taking hang over. On, hang on. Just reach down here. Stop! Make it stop! Oh, God. Oh. Oh. Now, don't plug that. I'm taking the plug off that machine. Thank you, kids. Thank you for all those messages. Congratulations to Vogue Williams. There's some nice pictures uh, around today it's of uh, Gigi and uh, Theodore meeting Otto for the first time. Very emotional, apparently. Yeah. So uh, they're nice pictures. Uh, Julia Roberts on meeting Harry Styles. An interview with Variety. Hollywood star Julia Roberts recalls what it was like when she met Harry Styles. Wow. How did you meet Harry Styles? I don't think I should divulge that. Okay. I'm just kidding. It was backstage at the Ellen show. And he was the guest going on after me. And he was as sweet and charming as a young man could be. I, I was really, I was quite taken with his fine manners and and uh, and he was very charming. That's what you want somebody to say about you, Nobby. That oh, you were yeah. charming and you had fine manners. I'd imagine they would, Jim. What are well, you I hope getting they do. at? I'm, not, I'm just saying that when Julia Roberts meets you, she better say the same thing. I'll be checking. I'd, I'd, I'd say she would, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Stranger Things, Millie Bob, uh, Millie Bobby Brown. Just, let's call her Millie Bob. We, we all know who you mean. Millie Bob. Millie Bob Millie Bob loves Olivia Rodrigo who doesn't and uh, she's proclaimed her love for her music and she'll be there Fairview <laughs> yes she will don't you appreciate my love for Olivia Rodrigo I think the whole world must appreciate Olivia Rodrigo and her yeah. art 
She's great. Yeah, no one's stopping me from listening to my Olivia Rodrigo. What a, yeah, the, but does Jake support that? Of course. And if he didn't, he'd be getting a knuckle sandwich. Oh my god. It's fight and talk. What's a knuckle sandwich? Is that like something to, something bold? You don't want knuckle sandwiches. I, I, I wouldn't be so violent. It's a box. A box? Yeah. Do you want a knuckle sandwich? That's not very nice to be saying that. A bunch of fives. No, it isn't. No. A bunch of fives. Yeah, you heard of that one. Do you, yeah. want, do you want a knuckle sandwich? Just because you don't like Olivia Rodrigo, I'm sure Olivia herself wouldn't be condoning violence. Seems a little bit harsh, you know? Yeah. A little bit harsh. Tones and I had an exclusive chat with uh, FN4's Tara Murray. People who only know her for Dance Monkey have no idea what kind of artist she is, and they'll see her when she comes to her live shows that she's got more than that song. Uh, she's That's lots she of said. songs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, she's grateful for the track, but she's got a bit of love hate going on with Trans Monkey. The song I'm thankful for and I'm grateful for, and it came from somewhere and it came from me, and that's cool to say. But if that becomes a song you're known for and no one wants to even take, take a peek behind the curtain of what else you've done, then yeah, you start to hate it. So the noises I made when I was watching Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. This is the season finale of the mid-season so it's coming back with five more episodes in July yeah but it was oh whoa huh Ah. no no they're the noises I made (laughs) no spoilers though no spoilers this is Harry last night at Brixton Academy most of the time the crowd drowned him out Denise Chyla chats to us after nine o'clock on the strawberry. It is the strawberry alarm clock. It's after four, and it's about damn time, as Lizzo would say, that we get to speak to Denise Chyla. <laughs> We've been wanting to talk to you for ages. We're fans, and uh, things are going okay for you, huh? Yeah, I'm doing all right. <laughs> I'm doing <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, I, I'm barely kind of holding it together, generally speaking. Language has abandoned me. Sense has abandoned me. Social acuity and understandings of how to have conversations has also left me far, far, far behind. So it's nice to meet you as a shell of my former self, but a happy one. Good. <laughs> <laughs> For somebody whose speech has abandoned her, she's doing okay. Yeah. Thanks. Um, we, 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 heard you, mean, we heard reliably that you like to talk. Which is oh, fine. I do. Well, you're in the oh, right I, do. I was like an English, an English student in college, and so I know how to extrapolate from nothing. What's your favorite word? Schadenfreude. Nice. Ah, good one. We've all Thank had you. we've all had those moments, but we have. I, I can't speak. <laughs> I can't speak on your behalf. Um, I'm trying to avoid having those moments more and more <laughs> as we go on. Is there an opposite of Schadenfreude? Compersion. It's, it's when you feel really, really happy about someone else's happiness, even and especially when you had nothing to do with it. That probably that's how, we, feel, that's how we feel about you. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate that. Last summer, uh, we were all at that Gavin James, Denise Chyla pilot gig. Everyone's in fences, not allowed to look at someone beside you. It was a bit mad. But I remember you saying like this is surreal for me because I'm only playing to a few hundred people. I don't believe that, by the way. You were you were playing to more people. You were being modest. <laughs> and and a few weeks ago it was Crow Park. So I mean, like it it it's escalated fairly quickly in terms of size, hasn't it? It has. I mean, like I I think that before 
before 2020, I had played to more than 200 people, but not like as myself, like not as like uh, someone who had started to write music, someone who was like actively putting music out in the world. Um, I'd done it as a poet, you know, a couple of gigs here and there. Um, and just before the pandemic hit, the last show I did was actually an Imagining Ireland show in London at the Barbican, um, where again, I was a poet, not a rapper, you know? Um, and people who were just kind of starting to understand my music, I had done um, Other Voices Dingle and Other Voices Balana, and they were probably the biggest, like, Denise Chayla things I'd ever done. And then these Ed Sheeran support gigs where, like, I, I remember being told about the stage and they said, uh, you know, it rotates, which you're going to need because it's going to be stadiums. And I was like, huh, stadiums. And I can't remember who it was who was talking to me about it, but they were like, yeah, it's going to be 80,000 people give or take and my heart dropped <laughs> and does that being on stage come naturally to you because you're quite a, a soft spoken you're very calm uh, just chatting to you now is there two Denise's is the total performer who I've got this and then or, or is it a bit daunting uh, it's always daunting yeah like I, I think that the, the calm and the hyperactiveness comes from the same kind of core of like okay there is nothing that I could mess up so badly that I can't recover from completely because I'm, I'm learning to have a good, uh, a healthier relationship with my embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> um, but at the same time, I think that the only reason that I can do the big gigs and like perform like that is because like I've spent a lot of time thinking about like my anxiety particularly you know about about sadness about courage about being brave or not um and and trying to figure out you know what is it in life that I'm really really willing to take my risks for even though it's really fun and I have a really great time it's also very very daunting and I cry a lot backstage, half because I'm nervous and half because I'm happy. <laughs> uh, that no matter what happens, it's gonna happen anyway. You know, there are a lot of hugs shared backstage in my dressing room, I tell you that much. <laughs> but I think, Denise, that from everything I've uh, read, that no matter who the artist is, no matter how big they get, they all go through all those exact same emotions that you're going through. So even the your heroes, whoever they may be, they all felt exactly the same before they did their big gigs. So it's a normal thing. Do you think you might want to go back to those venues as the headline yeah. at some stage? Um, you know, I, I, I never put a cap on my dreams. I'd never want to, you know. I think that doing things that scare you but excite you is how you know that you're doing things that you really care about. <laughs> um, and... I don't want to run away from that, even though I don't know how it's going to happen for me next. You know, who knows uh, when or how Croker will happen next? You know, like who actually knows? Um, I was I was talking to my mom and a number of other people and they're like, so Madison Square Garden. And I was like, I mean, why not? You know, yeah. like, uh, but at the same time, you know, I just came back from London, where on Tuesday I did a gig in the social, and it was like a smaller room. It was about 200 people in that room. My family, like all the Chilas from 
like the UK and from Zambia had come over for my cousin's wedding. And so they were able to come and like attend my show for the first time ever, ever. Like we just don't see each other that often like because there are continents between us and then there was a pandemic. They came, they danced. My aunties got up on stage with me during Chyla. You know, it was like one of those moments where I was like, there are there are such interesting benefits to like having the intimacy of looking people in the eye and getting to sit down and like really share and speak from like this place and then having the freedom to like jump on a massive stage and run run laps around it and like sing out loud with people. Like it's two sides of my brain somehow, <laughs> but it's, yeah, I love, I love this. It's not Chile, it's not Chilala, not a hard pill to swallow. Chile or Chilea, Chia, Chila, Dilla, that's not my name. So you've been chosen to feature on Ed's song in this region in Ireland, which is which is brilliant. And congratulations. So, <laughs> which came first, Denise? I mean, we a couple of weeks ago we were trying to guess who the Irish artist would be, and we did guess you. And so, which came first? Did you do this before the tour started or during it? Yeah, I did it before the tour, um, and I was convinced that it wasn't going to happen anymore for some reason. As uh, we started, and then after I performed on Vicker Street. I was literally leaving the stage and someone took me by the hand and led me to his dressing room where I met him for the first time. And I was just saying hi. And um, I don't know how it came up, but I was like, oh, yeah, um, uh, blah, 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 blah. No, he said something about our song. Um, and I was like, oh, that's coming out. And I expressed like some like doubt <laughs> because I guess in music, I don't ever want to like, I don't want to commit people to things. You know, like, and I never want to assume that things are are happening because, like, I just want to give my all and do my best and then, like, let people do what's good for them um, because it's their baby, you know. Um, But he was like, absolutely not. We're doing a song together. And I was like, oh, wow, (laughs) that's really exciting. (laughs) So, um, yeah, yeah, it happened. And, like, I knew about it in December. And I didn't record it until like January or February because I was too scared to even approach it because I think this is probably the biggest opportunity to make music and challenge myself that's fallen into my hands ever, ever, literally ever. But that moment, (laughs) if you're waiting for feedback on like, let's say you do a few versions of the song and you send it off to Mr. Sheeran and it goes into Cyberland (laughs) and you're, are you kind of gone? I hope he likes it. Oh, 100%, 100%. And if I wasn't, then I wouldn't care. (laughs) You know what I mean? I think that there's like a healthy balance to be struck between saying that, you know, I'm an artist and I can give what I have to give and I'm comfortable and confident in it. But then there's also this thing of like, I I want to work with you. Like, because like a feature, a collaboration is literally that. Like he wrote the song. It lives in his catalog. It's his baby. And when I step into his world, my job is to step into his world and emphasize this by like making it a a really good crossover episode, right? And be myself in this new place and challenge myself because like I've never actually written a song like that, you know? Well, continued success, Denise. We'll watch your your flame. (laughs) Thank you. Take care. (laughs) Thank you. The Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM 104. Now, uh, I never thought I'd want to hear the song again, right? I'm at a 
Oh. Right, Shudder, Maroon 5, I think it's sold Hashtag Shudder. A bucket load of, uh, of music, you know, who am I to question them, right? But Well, just, you know, there's loads of questionable stuff that sold bucket loads. Doesn't mean it was good. I know, but what I mean is, like, I'm at a payphone. He didn't write that song in 1978, so where was he going with that? Because yesterday, the last ever payphone in New York was removed in Times Square. Really? Gone. You're joking. No. Uh, at, at their peak, there was two million phone calls a day made in New York City. Where will Superman change now? Well, I'm glad you asked those questions, Jim. Mm. Uh, or even just the singular question. Because they have kept for posterity... Superman's one. Four full-length Superman boots. Yes. I think of all the coolest... New York films we watched growing up they were always like same phone box same phone box like how would that whole film yes we have how would that film work now 2002 Colin Farrell is talking to Kiefer Sutherland isn't yeah, he yeah uh, and if he leaves the phone box people get shot yeah so that whole thing was same phone box home alone she's, she's in the airport she's trying to pay phone to get through the cops she can't yeah, it's in every it's in the amount of, of films that wouldn't have happened without without phone boxes. So, like they did in Dublin, they're keeping a few retro ones. They they well, they've got the four Superman boots. They're all on Upper East Side, Upper West Side. If you're if you're heading to New York, outside you know. Daily Planet, isn't it? Outside Daily Planet, exactly. Yeah, um, it's about half an hour taxi ride if you needed to get changed. If you were Superman, and uh, they are they're so the spaces that they were in, they're turning them into Wi-Fi hotspots and um, something else, uh, just Wi-Fi Wi-Fi kiosks. Um, and you, oh, sorry, you can also charge your, your phone. Beep, 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 beep. Which is kind of cool. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we got rid of, rid of ours ages ago, but uh, New York only did it yesterday. Well, we kept, uh, we kept a nice one, I think, on. I can't remember what street it's There's on. Some very fancy ones. There's ones outside the yacht pub now in Clontarf. It's just an advertising booth thing. I think there might be defibrillators in some of them, but uh, New York, they are gone, apart from Superman. Which is kind of cool. I love that they've done that. Like, a little bit of good. art. A little bit of art still hanging around. Don't tell Doctor Who. No, let's not. Uh, anyway, yeah, there's some Rune 5 and Payphone. I just don't know where they were going with that one. Anyway, um, before 10 o'clock, the apology that BBC had to make because they upset Manchester United fans as if they haven't had a bad week as it is. This is Robert Lamerclock. It's FM 04. Saddle me up and let's begin. So uh, the BBC had to <laughs> apologise because... Now, the, the, this I'll give you the apology in a second and see what you think of it. But uh, for people watching the BBC News Channel, the ticker, the thing at the bottom of the screen, where it just flashes up little headlines. This is a big channel. This is like the massive. BBC equivalent of Sky 501. Oh, yes, yeah, huge. You know? huge. So, massive amount of people watching it. There's very serious headlines. I've seen the actual footage of it coming up on screen, and it's very weird because it's uh, black writing on a white background. And it says, Manchester United are rubbish. And it looks like it's a headline. <laughs> so, where it's not a headline, that's a fact. It's actually playing at the bottom of the screen. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so, so here is the apology. So, this this presenter, I'm not sure of the lady's name. She's, she's excellent. She's, she's not reading off of cue doing this apology. So, she's ad libbing the apology. So, somebody must have said in her ear, you have to better say something about this because it went out on the screen. Manchester United are rubbish. Now, she doesn't make any reference to what it said, but I've told you now. While we're on the subject of football, um, a little earlier, some of you may have noticed something pretty unusual on the ticker that runs along the bottom of the screen with news, um, making a, a comment about Manchester United. And I hope that Manchester United fans 
weren't offended by it. Let me just explain <laughs> what was happening. Behind the scenes, someone was training to learn how to to use the ticker and to put text on the ticker. So they were just writing random things, not in, in earnest. And um, that comment appeared. So apologies if you saw that and you were offended and you're a fan of Manchester United. But certainly that was you know, a mistake and it wasn't uh, meant to appear on the screen. So um, that was what happened. We just thought we'd better explain that to you. Do you think anyone wow. would really like any Man United fan would really be upset by that? Like it's obviously funny. Ah, they, they take a laugh. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. Like if you did, you replace that with any other football club, it'd still be funny. Spurs are rubbish. Whatever. But everyone thought Harry Styles doing the CBB's bedtime story was the biggest thing to happen at the BBC this week, and now it's not. It'll be that when they look back. And <laughs> I just hope nobody gets fired over it. Ah, come on. It was an intern. You can't fire interns. No, They're only you, learning. You could fire the person who was teaching the intern how well, to make true. it not yeah, go yeah. live. Uh, you know, if you were to type this in, I, I'm not saying you should, but... Did you hit uh, enter? Did you hit enter? I told you not to hit enter. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Although I do know somebody who used to... Uh, so <laughs> it's their job to do that ticker stuff and they put requests up on a music channel. But then they were replying back to the people's messages as a human on the computer. <laughs> Anyway, speaking of Harry Styles, before we go, he was in Brixton Academy last night. Uh, this was his version of, well, his, of course, his version of Sign of the Times. Crowd right behind him. This is a flavour of the Viva for later on in June. Harry's house, the stage, backdrop and all that stuff. You can see it on the FMO4 Insta stories. They'll expire soon though, so don't leave it too late. Once they're gone, they're gone. Once they're gone, they're gone. He had a little chat to the crowd as well. The proudest I've ever been of We love you, Harry. <sighs> I, I don't see One Direction getting back together. He's, he's enjoying himself too much. He doesn't need them. Thanks for listening to FM World 4's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast. Listen daily and don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episode straight to your device.